Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Bird. It's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday. Monday, Monday, yada. December 11th, 2023. What's going on? How are you? Monday, Mondays. Um, so something to me. Every other day. Remember that fucking song? That song was like 50 fucking years ago. And just talking about how bummed out you are that it's Monday. And you got to get up and you have to go work for somebody else. And maybe you're not going after your dream and all of that. This is what really gets me about these fucking corporate cunts at the top of every fucking ladder in every fucking business in this country is, you know... If I was running a company, right, and somebody was fucking singing Monday, Monday, and they fucking hated the job, I would feel bad being like, okay, what do we need to do here? Am I paying you guys enough money? Do we need a pinball machine? I, I don't want you guys coming to work fucking hating you. I mean, if you're just fucking lazy, I mean, you know, I'm not getting you, you know, I'm not getting you shit. But I mean, if you're really just like not fulfilled, like the amount of fucking people just not fulfilled behind the eight ball, just getting fucked. And these people just don't give a shit and just continue to take more and more. It's just, it just beyond me. I was fucking driving down the street, right? Like we're literally to the point where people are just spray painting self-help on sidewalks and on fucking walls. <laughs> So as you're driving, you can think of something positive. Um, these are the things, you know, next year, when this whole pony and dog show of another fucking presidential election and uh, people will get all excited or all sad by whichever candidate wins or loses, like, what are the, none of them are going to talk about this shit. None of them are going to talk about how few people own so much. And if they do, they'll immediately be called a fringe candidate. Okay? You know it's a company. This is how you know a politician is corporate owned, is all he's going to do is blame the other party. That's all they're going to do. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to bring up any names or any of this type of shit. People. Okay? Blue Tide and Red Tide, we got to get on the same page here. We got to look out for each other. All right? You got to stop watching CNN and fucking Fox News. Their job, how they make money, is to infuriate you and make it seem like the, uh, that there's, there's people that live in this country that want to destroy it. Right? There are. They're the people that own those networks. <laughs> But it's not your neighbor. It's not your coworker. And when you look, I don't give a fuck what industry you're looking at. You should be rooting for the workers at this point because everybody is getting fucked. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish, uh, I'm telling you, I was thinking that shit the other day. Like the amount of power that we would have if we were all fucking aligned. But how can you possibly do that? I mean, 24-hour news networks, oh, I'm going in deep, fast. Like, not deep, like, smart, but just big subjects here. Social media, I mean, they literally have fucking robots. Someone was trying to tell me that, like, 40% of the commenting 
on Instagram is just bots. And they're deliberately saying contrarian shit just to get people going. Because then somebody says something else and then somebody else that agreed with the robot. And then it's just often, it's like robot trolls. Um, I don't know. And all of this AI technology is to phase all of us out. This is for the fucking people at the top because they're still not happy with the, all of the money that they have. They still want to make more money. And they want to be the modern-day slave owners. And the slaves are not going to be human beings anymore. It's going to be robots, <laughs> the ultimate slave, because they're just going to design them, I guess, not to rebel. But... You know what it is? They're going to miss fucking human beings, literally and figuratively. So they're going to try to make these things as human as possible. And that's what's going to do them in. And uh, wouldn't it be wild if it was just like that? If, if, if the, all of the human race ended like a B horror movie from the 19 fucking 30s, it's just Frankenstein all over again. Um, anyway, I hope you guys had a good weekend. Hope you got along with people. I hope you let people in. Somebody driving like a fucking asshole. Maybe they're having a bad day. Who gives a fuck? Let him go in. Don't be bad and make him even more mad. He's probably got alimony out his fucking ass, you know? Just, just, who gives a shit? I had a fucking, whoa, I'll tell you, I'll tell you I had that weekend. I, uh, you know, my, my lovely daughter, um, we just decorated a Christmas tree. I got a little Christmas tree for her room. Um, and you know what was awesome? Was in the middle of it. I was like, you know, someday when I'm older and she's moving out or getting married, I'm going to think about, you know, when she was six years old and we were just sitting there decorating the Christmas tree and how excited she was. And I made sure I was in the moment. Something I don't do a lot of. And something I then, if I, you know, just because I did that, now does that mean I go on social media and then give you guys a, a, a unasked for lecture about how you need to live in the moment and then I become an influencer? Is, is that how it works? Um, uh, anyway, so she was sick and then my wife got it and I thought I was in the clear. It had gone away for a few days. Everybody was fine. And then, oh dude, Friday night, oh my God. Friday night, I was sitting on the couch about seven o'clock at night and I had an apple or something. Maybe it was like six or something. And all of a sudden I started feeling a little queasy. I'm like, what the fuck? I go, maybe, I don't know, maybe I didn't eat too much today and maybe I'm a little nauseous. So I go down to sit down for dinner and, and the walk over to the table, I got way more nauseous. And then I look and it was like this fish in like a fucking broth or something. <laughs> Which who's kidding who? I mean, that's enough to make you puke even if you're feeling fine. So I was like, all right, I pushed that away. I ate a couple pieces of garlic bread there. And then I was like, oh no. And I just said, Nia, I need to go upstairs and lay down. She goes, oh no. And I said, oh yeah. So I went upstairs and you know, rather than just give into it, I'm fucking German Irish. I sat there trying to fight it for like 90 minutes. <laughs> and then finally, I couldn't anymore. And I just said to myself, like, all right, this is going to suck because 
this took my kid out for three days. It took my wife out for two days. Um, there's nothing you could do. Just fucking ride this out, right? Just give into it. So at, right around seven, I went into the bathroom for the first time. And I'm going to tell you something right now. From 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., you could have fucking rebooted that movie Poltergeist. This stuff was coming out of me, both fucking ends. I, I don't. I can't even. I didn't even know I had that much like in me. Like I was puking up gum that I fucking swallowed in the fifth grade, like fifty fucking years ago. It just fucking like, <laughs> dude. When it got to the end, I was retching so bad. I was actually laughing at how stupid I sounded because I knew my wife could hear it. I've never laughed while puking, but it was towards the end. But it was like puking, and before I could even like flush the toilet, I'd have to spin around and sit down. I was just like, and I just was going like, I tried to like remove myself from it and just being like, this is fascinating how the body works. When there's something in it, it's just like, you know, get it out either fucking way. And um, it was, every time I was just like, that is the last. Like, if I puke again, like, I'm gonna, like an organ's going to come out. Like, I don't have anything fucking... Blah, and then I would just go in. Dude, I was doing, like, those fucking... Like, these fucking... <laughs> and, you know, like, when you want to relax, you just hang it under the fucking bowl. But your whole fucking core is just squeezing. It's like a, it's like a fucking python around you. Oh, my God. And then just a fucking fire hose coming out your ass. I mean, it, I'm sorry to be so graphic, but dude, what is that? Seven to 12 is five plus two, seven hours of that. Did I do that right? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two. Yeah, seven hours. Seven fucking hours of that. And then finally at, at 2 a.m., you know, and I was getting the chills. It just fucking everything it was fucking horrible, right? So at 2 a.m., I could kind of feel like there was something a little different on the last fucking, you know, puke fire hose moment that I was just done. There was just nothing left. And I was so fucking dehydrated. I was like, I'm drinking a glass of water and I don't give a shit if it makes me puke. So I drank a glass of water and then like fucking five minutes later, I don't, I puked it up so quick it was still cold. <laughs> and then that was it. And then I went to bed. I finally fell asleep and I woke up at about eight in the morning. And... uh my lovely wife was getting our kids ready for school. I mean, I usually get up, I, I make the breakfast. Oh, no, I, I did. I went downstairs and I made him breakfast. She goes, what the fuck are you doing out of bed? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel great. Because I woke up and I had a glass. Of, it was just gone. Like, my body did its fucking job. And that, that was just it. I didn't have it for two days. I didn't have it for three days. I just had it for like seven hours. And my body so aggressively got it the fuck out of me. Um, but then I, what I didn't realize was, uh, you know, I needed to eat like some Greek yogurt or something like that. I think I just puked everything and shit, everything fucking out of me. I don't know. So, or, or something. I don't know. I, I, this, I know it's just disgusting. I was retching so bad, like two days later, 
the side of my neck near my throat was killing me. And I was thinking like, was I screaming in traffic that I fucked my voice up? And I was like, no, that was from fucking puking. <laughs> oh my God, dude. There was a point in the bathroom, like, if I started, like, levitating and floating upside down above the toilet like Trent Reznor in that Nine Inch Nails fucking video, it wouldn't have surprised me. Like, that's, like, that's what, like, I had no control, you know, over the body, and I, and I just fucking wrote it out. But then the next day, I was, like, fine, and, you know, you know, the next day after, after you go hotel, after you go through one of those, you know, you got to be real careful what you pick. So my wife was going, you want some like uh, that, what are, they, what are they, some electrolytes and blah, blah. I was like, I don't want to drink that shit, that sugary fucking horrible shit. I don't, I don't want that. She goes, what do you want? I go, I want a cantaloupe. I don't want the one that's pre-sliced. I want you to buy one, okay? From that bullshit health food fucking store down the street. And, and, and she's like, we don't have one in the fridge. I go, no, we don't. I felt like I was pregnant. I was like, specifically, I want that. So she ended up getting me the thing. And uh, I just slowly worked my way back. I forget, it took me like two days to get back to being just able to eat. But I gotta tell you this, this is how fucked up this business is that I'm in, is at one point when I was puking and just like <laughs> in the middle of that, I actually had the thought of my stomach's gonna look great tomorrow. <laughs> my stomach's gonna look flat, and it did. I lost, yeah, I really didn't lose weight. It's fine. Some douche will say, actually, it's just water weight. You know, you're gonna put it right back on and drink less water. Fuck off. Can I just look good for half a morning? Um, so that was my weekend, and then I just kinda like, laid around all day Saturday, like the whole fucking day, something I know. Oh no! No, I didn't. Wait a minute. No, I didn't. I had to fucking finish all of that shit because uh, some friends of mine were in town. Uh, oh, God. I almost... I, I, how do I tell this fucking story? This is another, another Make-A-Wish Bill Burr fucking story. How do I tell this one? So, long story short, you guys know I'm a big fan of Skid Row, right? I'm always talking about, like how much I love that, that second album. That I love the first one, you know, and I went and I was going to see Aerosmith, you know, Boston guy. I grew up on fucking Aerosmith, right? So I'd already seen Aerosmith on the permanent vacation tour. Who opened for him on that one? I saw him at Reynolds Coliseum in Raleigh, North Carolina with Tesla opened up. And then the next album, they, that was a big comeback album. And then I saw Aerosmith on the Pump Tour in 1989, December 31st, 1989, the end of the 80s. I had been arrested for drinking and driving. I did not have a license. I had yet to be arraigned. Unbeknownst to me, you know, the two weeks that I waited to actually go in front of a judge and all of that fucking shit would not be, those, those 14 days would not be applied to the 45 days I got suspended license. This is the 80s, you didn't get that many days, right? So anyway, I went there without a license and Skid Row was opening up and they, this is when that, that album, 18 in Life, Youth Gone Wild, and this amazing new frontman, Sebastian Bach came out and 
you know, new fucking Guitar Hero and Dave Snakes, you know, Sabo, you know, Jersey guys and all of this stuff, right? I think Sebastian was from Canada or whatever. So they went out and they fucking killed it. And this is when I was still like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I knew I loved playing drums. I was thinking like, am I a musician? <laughs> I actually thought that at some point in my life. Am I a musician? Am I going to join a band? Like, that's all I did was I, I listened to comedy and I watched all these metal bands. That's all I fucking did. And I watched fucking Rambo and Schwarzenegger movies. That was really was when I got shit faced and drove drunk. That's what I did. You know, there wasn't a lot. <laughs> And I fucked up in school. And I worked in a warehouse. This is what, that was my fucking life. And you know what? It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. I fucking loved the 80s. I had a fucking great time. I had such a fucking great time. And one of the greatest things about it was the fucking music, right? So over the years, I was talking about how, you know, I missed the boat when grunge first came in. I was just too fucking old for it really kind of came in. I was 23. And 23 is really old to, to catch on to a new style of fuck. It just is. You're supposed to be coming out of college. I wasn't. I was working my way. I had to pay, pay my way through college, so I was working my way through. I missed the boat. Their second album came out. Fucking Monkey Business, uh, Slave to the Grind, all that. I fucking loved it. It was even heavier than their first one. And I'm like, yeah, these fucking guys, these guys got staying power. I saw these guys, this is fucking cool. They're gonna have a big headlining tour. I saw them when they opened and all that shit, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, all of those fucking Seattle bands came and then it was just like, what the fuck happened? And also like around that time, I started doing stand-up comedy and then I just stopped going to, to shows on Friday and Saturday night because I was doing shows. Well, fast forward all these years later, you know, um, I, uh, I don't know where the fuck I was. I was, I was hanging out and I get a text message from, uh, this dude, Billy Rowe, who plays with Buck Cherry and also has this, these great guitars. He makes, uh, rock and roll relics, just a badass, a guy that I, I did, I do the Dean Delray Bond Scott thing with him. He texts me a few months back said, hey, you know, it's Snake's birthday. He loves your comedy. You know, we're out here grinding up, you know, you want to FaceTime and say happy birthday to him, right? So I say, you know, I'm like, holy shit, I can't fucking believe I'm going to talk to this guy. So I FaceTime him, you know, totally fucking cool guy. I can tell by his vibe that he's legit into my comedy because I wasn't, you know, sometimes people say that and then you just meet him and they're like, who the fuck are you? And the other person just set you up for just this weird thing and it wasn't, he was totally fucking cool. You know, Jersey guy or whatever, right? East Coast guy, right? So we hit it off. And I said, yeah, man, I got to see you guys, man. I haven't seen you guys in forever since I started doing comedy. So whatever, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, they're playing the Fonda Theater. And uh, Billy texts me again and said, hey, you want to come down and sit in and play drums during, during their sound check? And I was just like... Are you shitting me? Fuck yeah. Like, I didn't even look at my calendar. It's like whatever's on my calendar is getting moved, canceled, or blown off, right? <laughs> so I go down there, and uh, I got to meet Scotty Hill, the two, two last original guys, Scotty Hill and, uh, and Snake, and they were fucking cool as shit. And then all his other bandmates that were there, 
There's another guy named Rob that plays drums. He was cool, fucking great drummer too, really smooth. Anyway, I get to sit in and, uh, you know, we did Highway to Hell. It was funny, people asked me like, did you play Youth Gone Wild? Did you play? I was like, dude, you realize they've been playing that song for 36 fucking years. Like, they don't want to fucking. <laughs> they got to give that song their all once a fucking night. And they ain't going to do it with some fucking shit joke comedian. So we just did a, a highway to hell thing. I played on these pearl drums and uh, the tension on the, uh, the, uh, the, the pedals, which were also pearl, was, was like, like perfect. It took a second to get adjusted to it because it wasn't like my kit. But uh, unfortunately, I just, you know, taken a lesson with Dave Elitch and he was fixed some stuff that was going on with me that I didn't like. And uh, we sat down, we ran through it. And I can't even tell you how many times I just, the whole time we were playing the song, you know, I'm listening to everything. It sounds great and everything. But like I kept drifting off, thinking about me back in 89, being in the crowd without a driver's license. <laughs> and if you told me back then that, all right, years later, you're going to get to jam and play Highway to Hell, your favorite band of all time, ACDC, right? With two of the guys, both guitar players from fucking Skid Row. They're going to be cool as shit, and you're going to be a stand-up comedian. I, I, I probably would have fainted. So it was an unbelievably cool moment. Everybody in the band, Buck Cherry too, they were like the coolest fucking guys. And... Uh, as fun as jamming with them was, talking to them was, 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 was just as big a fucking thrill. And, uh, you know, they made me feel right at home. They made me feel like I did a good job or whatever, man. It was just fucking, it was fucking awesome. So um, that all happened in like, like fucking, um, what is that? like maybe 16 hours. I got sick at six o'clock on Friday and at noon on Saturday after poltergeist coming out of both ends of me around probably, I guess, one o'clock the next day I played fucking Highway to Hell. <laughs> I think it was really what brought me out of it. I was so fucking giddy. Um, still can't believe that happened. Anyway, uh, let's talk some NFL football. I didn't see too much today because uh, my daughter had a, a birthday party. Uh, it seemed like there were a lot of upsets, and I, I might have gone 0-4 this week. Like, I don't know what. I just watched the first half of the fucking Eagles and the Cowboys, man. I mean, as a football fan, it's exciting if the Cowboys win because then they're tied with the Eagles. But Jesus Christ, you know, what? A, if the Eagles lose this fucking game, too, which you guys already know what happens, right? Put the fucking game on. No, I hate when I do that. I get too distracted on the podcast. Sports fans like it if you're into football or whatever. But I, I just feel like uh, they can't lose this fucking game, man. I mean, it's just... Obviously, Bill, it's a stupid statement. This, see, this is why I, I would never fucking get into sports analogy, whatever the fuck it is. I mean, you just say obvious shit. What I'm trying to say is that, like, a couple of fucking weeks ago, if you were going to say the fucking Eagles were going to be in this situation, it's not only that they lose back-to-back -back fucking games. It's who they lose them to, which are basically, who they lost to, which is basically two of the top fucking teams. Um, I mean, the Cowboys, I don't know, you know, 
I don't know what the fuck they are, but they're, they're coming on. The Eagles seem like they're starting to nosedive a little bit, and then they get fucking raped by the goddamn 49ers. Like, I, I did a stand-up show a few weeks ago. There was an Eagles fan in the crowd, and he was just convinced, like, dude, we are going to the fucking Super Bowl. And I wasn't arguing with him. I'm like, man, I mean, you got the quarterback, you got the offensive line, you got the weapons, your defense looks great, your fucking coach is killing it, and the guy's, he, that guy's hilarious. The, fucking Nicky. <laughs> did he yell at anybody this week? I mean, I, I mean I'm not going to get mad at a guy that goes around and has unnecessary arguments with people. I mean, that's, that's been 30% of my fucking adult life. I mean, how fucking hilarious was that? Watching him go out of the Chiefs stadium and just yelling at the fans that he gives, he like gives a fuck like a fan. Um, oh, by the way, underrated Italians in the NFL. Tommy Cutlets. This guy, we need more ta- fucking Tommies and Nickies and bring those fucking guys back. <clears throat> Last great Italian I'm thinking in the NFL was Franco Harris. Uh, remember Franco's Italian army they used to have, right? Um, anyway, we shall see. We shall see what happens as the... Uh, as the weeks go on, but, uh, and how about my fucking Patriots? I didn't even know they were playing Thursday night. I've been so goddamn busy fucking pitching another idea out here, right? And, uh, we fucking beat the Steelers again in Pittsburgh with, with the weakest fucking team we've had in forever. I will say this, death taxes and the Patriots beating the Steelers and death taxes and the Patriots losing to the Giants. We lose to the Giants, not only in the Super Bowl, preseason, regular season. If, we're, if, if they're fucking, you know, we're both fucking 2-10, and ten, you know, we still fucking lose to them. I don't know what it is. Tom Coughlin there, Tom Coughlin not fucking there. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Giants have our number the way the fucking, uh, we have the Steelers number. Everybody's got that one fucking team, you know. The Dolphins, Dolphins, honorable mention during the Tom Brady years. Always good for one, one fucking win a year. Always good for one year, win a year. Now they got that thing where, the, you know, the way they built the stadium, you know, they used global warming. They knew what was coming. So they built the stadium where their fucking, their team would be in the shade the whole game and the other team would just be baking in the fucking sun. You know, it's the little things. It's the little things. Now, here's the thing. If the Dolphins had actually won a fucking Super Bowl, you know, remember that undefeated season they have? Yeah, nobody does. If you do, you, <laughs> you're about dead. I mean, that was like fucking, forget about how many years ago that was. It was 51 years ago, I believe. Let's, how many presidents ago was that? Sleepy Joe, Dumb Donald, fucking... Obi Obi Wan Kadroni, <laughs> the boss's son, uh, the guy who used somebody's pussy as a humidor. That's five. Uh, the aviator before him, the actor, the humanitarian. Uh, the fucking uh, all-American fullback. And then sweaty lips, right? That's 10 fucking 
presidents, 10 presidents ago. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's because he got impeached. Ford was only in there two years. Carter did one term. Bush did one term. And Trump did one term. term. And then, uh, what's this? Forgetful Freddie here is probably going to be a one, one and done, right? Which, tell me this shit isn't fixed. I don't get how Biden beats Trump four years ago and then somehow more Trump people are going to come out. Like, like someone who voted for Joe Biden is now going to vote for Trump. That doesn't fucking happen. Nobody does. Everybody's so fucking on their one side. That's it, right? I don't know. I, I'm calling Vegas on this one. I have no idea. But I definitely think, uh, I don't know. They should have left him alone. They should have left him alone. <laughs> Let sleeping narcissists lie. Didn't they fucking learn anything the first time? If they didn't make fun of him, I, I believe when he was at that roast and they stuck him in the middle of that fucking room and they humiliated him, they had no fucking idea. That, that was one of the worst moments in U.S. history because he didn't even want to be president until they fucking did that to him. And then he was like, oh, yeah, watch this. And then he fucking did it. Right? And then he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And then his crowning achievement is he led fucking 200 of the dumbest fucking people I've ever seen in my life to attack the wrong building in D.C. But then he felt good. The narcissist felt good. People died. People went to jail all in the name of him and all of that shit. And then he just would have gone off into the fucking... He pouted when he lost. You know, he fucking cheated and he just went away like some fucking two-year-old. And that would have been it. But instead, they decided for whatever fucking stupid reason to prosecute this guy for something that all rich people do all the fucking time. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like the sign-stealing shit. All right, we don't got anything on him. Yeah, get him, get him for sign-stealing. And now he's back, Right? That's like when they do a sequel to a movie that, like, you, you, you almost forgot. It's like, they're remaking that? Who, like, who, who the fuck needs to see that? Howard the Duck Part 2, you know? You guys old enough to remember that? Or Leonard Part 6, which was the first one? I actually watched that because I was such a fan of Cosby. And I sat there when I first got cable and I watched that whole movie expecting at some point for it to get funny. And I want to say the movie ends with Bill Cosby riding an ostrich down the street, like off into the sunset or something like that. Like I, I have no, I have no fucking idea how you fuck a movie up that bad. I will say that. Like, it was like, what was on the fucking page versus what the fuck you shot and then what the fuck you ended up with. Look, oh, look at me. Oh, oh, I direct a couple of things all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, you know what? No, no. It shouldn't have been, he rides a fucking ostrich over the thing and you yeah, let's make this. But it was the 80s. I mean, there was a lot of coke being done. <laughs> Somebody probably questioned it. Like, why would you do that? And like, because it's never been done. <laughs> anyway, I am uh, <clears throat> still getting over a little bit of this cold. It's funny. I'm like living a straight, like a beyond straight edge life right now. Like, uh, I don't know what happened to me with coffee. Like the idea of drinking coffee now just like absolutely disgusts me because I, I didn't drink it for two weeks and then I had a cup and it was like, okay. 
And then I had one the next day at like one of the places I always go to. And it was like gross. Like I didn't like, I just think I fucking OD'd on it. Like I do with every fucking thing in my life. Can't just have one bill, right? You got to eat the whole fucking sleeve of cookies, right? Can't just have one fucking drink. You got to drink the whole fucking 12 pack. You know, you can't sit in a bar like a fucking normal person. You have to drink them out in the woods around a fucking bonfire, right? That's what you got to do. Sorry, I'm going to blow my fucking nose. Um, I don't know. So, I'm kind of done with cigars. I'm going to try to do like this thing where I, I'm for the nine millionth time, but I just don't think I can do it. Be that guy that has like discipline. You know, I've been able to do it with like desserts. I just said this year, I, go, I'm, I'm not, I don't fucking eat desserts. You know, it's not my birthday. I, yeah, I don't need a fucking slice of cake. I don't need pie. I don't need donuts. I don't need candy. Candy? What am I fucking six years old? This is stupid. I fucking hate going to the gym. I hate when I take my shirt off and I look like like, like I, you pulled me out of a fucking lake. I'm sick of looking waterlogged. How many fucking M&Ms you gonna eat, Bill? You fucking fat freckled cunt. This is how I talk to myself. I look in the mirror and I'm like, my wife's laying in bed. <laughs> she just hears me in there like yelling at myself. There you go, stupid. Look at that big white fucking belly, right? Just hammer myself here. Oh, am I fucking talking too loud? I think I'm going up to the green here. Um, no, I mean up to the yellow, almost into the red here. Um, I forget how to turn that shit down. I'll figure it out. I'll, not next week. Next week I'll do that. So anyway, um, I just decided because my tour does not start back up again until February and I am going to lose this last little bit and I've been doing great. I've been going to holiday. I went to a fucking amazing, amazing fucking holiday party the other night, last night. The Pacific, I don't want to say who the fucks it was or anything like that. I don't want to get it all. I don't like naming names, okay? It's not my style. Um, I fucking, um, I went there the dude that hosted it, I mean, the guy had like a fucking hundred piece orchestra. I swear to God. I mean, what was that? I was like, I don't know how many people it was. I mean, to me, that was the party. Just watching that human beings can still do that. Like how unbelievable these musicians were and how they could all play together. And it didn't even sound real. It sounded like a recording. They were that good. And they're just playing all this unbelievable Christmas music. It was like there was a big band surrounded by an entire string section, French horns, fucking kettle drums, somebody on a harp. I mean, it was basically, they went into a music store, they bought all the instruments and then had a fucking, the Wayne Gretzky of whatever on each one of them. They were unfucking believable Um... So we hung out there for a couple of hours, great food, fucking awesome people, man. It was just an all great time. And then I had a spot up the, uh, up the comedy store and I went up there and, uh, you know, tried out some new shit that I'm working on. And uh, for whatever reason, I was trying to work like cleaner, you know, cause I thought for a second I was gonna be doing this TV show, you know, 
so I was like, well, why don't I, I'm working on this new material and it just seems like it's a quick, it's gonna have a quick shelf life. So I'm like, all right, why don't you just write it clean like you did 30 years ago and just see how that goes, right? And I started doing that. I'm gonna try doing that. Like the next like 10 minutes I have, I'm just gonna write it clean just so I have that. So if I get this gig, I don't have to fucking worry about, you know, because for me, always taking out the curse words, everybody acts like it's harder. What it is, it's, 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 it fucks with the rhythm. Unless what you're saying isn't funny, then you're screwed. But if what you're saying is funny, when you take out the curse word, it fucks with the rhythm. So all you have to do is, you know, just look at it like music. You can't lop off an eighth note. Then it becomes like odd time. And odd time, it, it, it's not going to be funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want your shit in 4-4 four, four for comedy. So what you have to do is just replace the curse word with the, with the same amount of syllable-like word. Like if it's like asshole, you need a two-syllable two clean word. Bill, we get it. All right. Or there's also a way you just pause or hit harder on a different word, which creates a pause, and, and the line is still delivered in the same amount of time. You know what I mean? Um, almost like simplifying a fill, but it's still over four beats, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that sounds like a fucking math problem, right? I don't want to have to deal with that shit. So, um, and I also got to admit, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked, you know, it was just like a different thing. I do like just going up there and just saying whatever I'm thinking, but that was the first time now I was like, I haven't done this in a while like trying to craft this in a, in a way that it is different from the way I just usually do shit, which is just go up and talk. Because sometimes I, I watch people's process. Um, like, I, that is fascinating to me how different people put their shit together. And, and um, I don't have, my process is no process. My process is just to go, I'm talking about that and then go up and talk about it and then see how it goes. And then, um, not learn anything from it and then do it again the next night. <laughs> That's almost how I handle all my relationships. I'm just babbling. I'm just goofing. Um, all right, let me, let me, what am I doing here? I got to read, uh, I got to, oh, okay, here we go. We got to do some advertising. Oh, look who it is, everybody. It's old Zip. Um, talk about that one person on your holiday list who's really hard to find the perfect gift for. Examples, my best friend, because they already have so many things. My husband, my wife, because we've been together for so long. My dad, because he's really picky. Um, no, it would be probably my wife, because I've, I've, I've bought her a lot of shit. We have been in, together for a long time. I, I don't know what else to get her, but you know. She's a woman, so there's always something else. <laughs> I've been Jimmy the Gent for Christmas and birthdays now for 10 years. Don't fucking buy me anything. Take it, take it back. Take it back. I don't fucking want anything. I would like, take me to the movies. There's a great Christmas gift. Take me to the fucking movies. Take me, take me, take me to a fucking thing. 
Um, something. Take me. Just fucking leave me alone. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't need anything. Enough. Like, how much shit do you want to have to throw out when I die? I mean, this is stupid already. All right. But if you're a business owner and you need to grow your team, your perfect gift is simple. You want a smart hiring solution. So look no further than Zip. Zip Recruiter, everybody. All right. And right now, we're gifting it to you for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. How is Zip? Recruiter. A gift to those who are hiring? Well, I'll tell you. ZipRecruiter uses smart matching technology to identify the most qualified people for a wide range of roles. Zip. Let's top candidates know when they're a great match for your job to encourage them to apply. And the bow on top? Well, shit. If you see a candidate who's a great match for your job... Zip, yeah, makes it easy to send them a personal invite. He's sliding their DMs. Hey, sweetheart, huh? think I got a cubicle with your fucking name on it. So there's more likely, so they're more likely to apply. And just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. Again, that zip is ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. Spell out Burr, B-U-R-R. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Nah, I was in my head on that one. I tried too hard. Oh, Ozempic. Oh, somebody's going to write write it. Oh, 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 Ozempic. Losing that fucking weight. No, that's not the... What is, what, what, is, what is the real song that they did? Oh, 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 Ozempic. You know... Now, that's supposed to be for diabetics, I believe, and people are using it to lose weight. I'll tell you right now, if you want an all-natural way, you want an all-natural way to fucking lose some weight, get the stomach flu. All right? If no one in your family has it, well, fucking go out and go get it. (laughs) Um, Hey, uh, Bill, I'm just waiting for the class action against Ozempic. My wife was on it for three, four months before she had to have her gallbladder removed. Never had a, had a problem with her gallbladder in the past. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Yep. And I can tell you something right now. There's going to be nobody in this election next year. Blue or red tie that is going to call out the pharmaceutical industry and the shit that they've done to people, the shit that they continue to do, how they've infiltrated the FDA to fucking pass all their shit through. None of them are going to talk about it. There's a thousand points of light, trickle down, fucking, you know, tax the rich, fucking fuck the poor, get the foreigners out of here, build a fucking wall, the education, we need to pay people. They're going to dance all around and they're not going to bring any of that shit up. Okay. But the candidate that they say is a fringe candidate, eh, that person will do it. Um, it's unreal. It's un- they just they don't fucking go to jail. They literally kill people. They, they affect people's fucking lives and just nothing fucking happens to them. Um, if I've learned anything, you know, from my world travel, uh, you're, you're on your own. And it's stupid. I think once we became just so many fucking people that was maybe that was inevitable. I don't know. 
you think back when there was just little tribes, people would, there was still probably, you know, the Steve Jobs caveman. Um, anyway, coming out with a new club every year. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. All right. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah, I had a great, I love that guy. I had such a great time on his show the other night. Uh, dear Bill, great job on Kimmel. Yes, we have a great time busting each other's chops. Uh, I see you get a lot of shit for a lot of stuff you say, but if you dig beneath the ginger-laden rage, you've made some great calls. Ah, look at me. Every once in a while. I don't think I made some great calls this Sunday on these football games. As you have said on Kimmel, they should have shut the hell up and let that guy go away. Yeah, they should have. Neutral energy, people. Listen, this is a great time of year to learn how to deal with a narcissist, okay? You're going to go home for Christmas. You know, maybe, I don't know. Hopefully you don't have one in your family. Uh, if you do, if you do, um, there's only one solution, man. You just, you got you to gotta cut them out of your life. It's fucking unreal. It's hard, but you, you know. I'll tell you what the weirdest thing is. This is, that's, you know, it's actually getting a narcissist out of your life is really easy because what you do is you just call them and return their text, you know, or initiate texting at the same level that they do, which is not like a narcissist. The phone works one way unless they want something. All right. But generally speaking, as far as like, hey, man, just call them to say what's up. They never do that. You have to come to them. So the bottom line is if you fucking just start doing that to them, like I'm, I'm going to wait for them to call me, your relationship with them will be over within a two to three month period. And I don't care how long you've known them. And they will feel slighted and they will feel like victims and all that. But who gives a fuck? Um, they're out of your life. Um, but anyways, this person says, if we have to dur endure another four years, another four years, he might be back for another eight years. Uh, if we have to endure another four years, it won't be your fault. But somehow you'll probably get a little blame. Ha ha ha, love you and love the podcast. Oh yeah, that was because the first time when everyone was like freaking out, I was on Conan going like, it's, you know, it's not going to affect your life. I was talking to like, you know, the average white guy out there. It's not going to affect your life. And uh, it didn't. Um, it didn't. I mean, you know... And the guy fucking burned himself out and fucked the whole thing up and he was done. And then they just had to go knock on his fucking door again. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> Especially when the guy there's sticking in the ring. I don't even know if he's going to make it to next fucking November. Um, how are these our only two fucking choices? Jesus fucking Christ. And then the other guys, they're just fucking weirdos. It's just getting weirder and weirder. You know what it is? I, I really think it is because now, like, there's just so many fucking assholes, too, on the Internet that are just. Did you see that one where they're making fun of that guy from F Florida where the guy's doing the voiceover of, of the dude's inner thoughts going, my name is so-and-so. I am a human person. I have on a big boy suits with my, my man shoes or something like that. And it's just doing that. You could basically do this to fucking anybody. But like no one as you're standing out there, they're like, this is like footage that wasn't even going to be on TV. And they just fucking had it. And then somebody makes that video and they've, everyone's just, you're just, just sitting on a fucking dunking stool. I just think anybody with a brain is like, I don't want that fucking job. 
I don't want that job. I also do love that people are dumb enough to think that a guy that makes 400 grand a year is somehow going to turn around this fucking country. It just fucking blows my mind. You know what I mean? You can, you can make more money a year showing your clam on Instagram than you can run in this country. Um, you get paid more, I should say. I'm not talking about kickbacks, all right? That's where the president beats out the average whore on Instagram. And that's how you get the house on fucking Epstein Island. All right, dear Billum the Bashful, uh, this year's Thanksgiving food was terrible. Uh, that's the worst. I've had one of those. I'm sorry. Did I ever tell you the time like me and Nia did it? We fucking had, we decided to have a vegetarian Thanksgiving. I know, I know, I know. Listen, we all have stuff that we're ashamed of in our past. That was the dumbest fucking idea. Like, oh my God, we beat ourselves up about that. I can't even remember what the fuck we had, but it all sucked. Now, in defense of vegetarians, we didn't know how to cook it properly. But like, if you don't know how to fucking cook it properly, the first time you do it, you don't fucking do it on Thanksgiving. And that's what the fuck we did. And it sucked so fucking bad that I went down to the laugh factory to feed homeless people, not because I cared about them. It was because they used to have this deli greenblatts next door and you could buy Thanksgiving dinner. And I went there and I ate one and I was felt so guilty. I had turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and a piece of pie and I came home and I just had to confess to my wife that I did that. <clears throat> and she went, oh, she like laughed, <clears throat> acted like she was all betrayed. And then the next night I took her out um, for something like that. It was the worst fucking, that was my worst year of Thanksgiving. And then one year I had a great, I had a great fucking Thanksgiving with no great food. I was fucking, this chick had dumped me and I was single and I didn't give a fuck. And I remember just thinking like, you know what? I'm staying single. Fuck this shit. Just fuck this shit. Like, what am I doing? I just gone from one relationship to another. I'm not fucking doing this. I'm just going to be fucking single. And there was another buddy of mine. He was a comedian and his, him and his chick had just broken up. And we just decided that we were going to sit in my apartment and drink fucking beers and watch football and get fucked up. And we were not going to have any Thanksgiving and we weren't going to eat any differently. We were just, we were going to embrace the fact that we had no one in our lives except for us. And we had the best fucking time. And we were just laughing, talking about like, I guess we're supposed to be missing people right now. And we didn't, we didn't miss anybody <laughs> <laughs> and it was fucking amazing. So I've, I've had two Thanksgivings where the food, one where it sucked and then the other one where we didn't even have any and I didn't give a fuck. So anyway, so the, here's this person's story. Um, I'm a 29-year-old single guy with three older sisters who are all married with kids. So I have one Thanksgiving to go to. This year, my sister decided our mother is too old to cook. Oh, and they all wanted to take care of the food. Huge mistake. All in capital letters. No cranberry sauce. I mean, you can just buy that. No green bean casserole. All right, this is a white dude. All right, I'm feeling, I'm feeling seen here. No fucking pumpkin pie. Another white staple. 
And to top it all off, no turkey. Bill, they bought barbecue turkey legs. Like at a goddamn renaissance festival. Oh, they didn't. They just fucking, they postmated it. Yep, that's your modern woman. They can't fucking cook. They, they feel like they're above it. And if elected, I tell all these broads to get back in the kitchen. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying that you, sh- you should, like, you should fucking, like, have to cook all the time. But you should know how to, as an adult, you should know how to fucking cook. That, that's a big one. Man or woman. You got like, to man the fucking grill. You got to know how to throw down. To, to, a, to an acceptable level. You got, you got to have a couple of go-tos that you just know. This is a family recipe. I can do this, and I will not embarrass myself. I will not, I will not be a cancer in this fucking locker room. So he goes, they bought, like they were Renaissance Festival. What the fuck was that shit? Also, they tried to make this crunchy mac and cheese, but it was all breadcrumbs where, where if I ate it, it would hurt the roof of my mouth. Yeah, they don't know how to cook. How the fuck do these women get married? Are they making money? Are they hot? Are your sisters hot? Something's going on here. All right, on top of all that, before I, beforehand, I asked if I could bring any food, and they just told me to bring wine and beer. So they were just like, don't worry, we got this. One of my brother-in-laws only drinks sours, so I was told to make sure I brought that. A $20 four-pack for fuck's sake. If I invested all of this, the least they could do is make semi-normal Thanksgiving food. Now, I know there's a lot of women going, well, why didn't you fucking cook? You know why? Because they said they were gonna. All right, so shut your face. This guy has every right to bitch. He said, should I bring food? They said, no, we got it. You just bring the booze, which he did. He held up his side of the fucking bargain. All right, despite our mother's declining health, she was insistent on making food for Christmas and next year's Thanksgiving. Bill, how do I tell them to just keep it simple. Why do we have all these alternatives? Were they trying too hard to show they can cook? No. No, I don't know. First of all, don't ever try to think why a woman did something, okay? That doesn't make any sense, okay? You'd be lucky if you can guess what the average guy is thinking. It's another human being. And then when you're talking about a woman as a man, it's a different fucking species, all right? You have no fucking idea what they're thinking. All they did was show you that they cannot cook on any fucking level. And they are years away from getting good at it. Years away from being the captain of the ship on a Thanksgiving. All right. So what you need to do is uh, I I just wouldn't go. Or what I would do next year is like I would have a backup Thanksgiving. I would have a Thanksgiving that I go to before their Thanksgiving. And what I would do is show up, you know, to their Thanksgiving and just drink beer. And when they ask why you're not eating, just say you're getting a colonoscopy the next day. And they're going to be like, aren't you not supposed to be drinking booze? And now it's just food. Or you just be like, well, I mean, I got to do something on Thanksgiving, right? I'm only having a couple. I would just do that. Or you could just, you could just do the easiest thing. Just tell the truth. Just be like, listen... That was some of the worst food I've ever had in my life. I love you guys. You're my sisters, but, you know, if you cook for me every night, like, I wouldn't love you anymore. All right? Happy holidays. 
<laughs> this really isn't a hard one, dude. I get it. You want to see your mother or whatever. But she said that she's cooking next Thanksgiving. Um, what, a, what a thing to do to your mother. She must be thinking like, where did I go wrong that I didn't teach these broads how to fucking cook? You know, you got you to be a little... I know your mom's sick, but you know... You know, it starts at the top, right? The head coach is the first one that gets fired, no? Um, anyway, car ownership. Dear Billy the Wise ass. Oh, dear Billy the Wise, parentheses, ass. A small group of people uh, bash electric vehicles and the stupid videos they make work because they annoy easy targets like you. Uh, all right. Sales are up and charging stations are popping up everywhere. They're not going away. A couple people trashed the internet when it came around. Were you one of them? LOL. Well, yeah, but part of me is also to tell jokes and fucking laugh at shit. All right? I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be like, I mean, you think I don't know that electric cars are coming and that they're here to stay? I think once Porsche has thrown their fucking hat in the, 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 the ring, I really don't think you're giving me any new information. All right, you smarmy cunt. Okay, the real problem isn't the cars. You know what? I, this person here is, is fucking more annoying probably than the food that those women made. All right, the real problem isn't the cars. It's laws enforcing people to switch to them. Which states are now planning for all new car sales? This bothers people because it makes us, it makes it us versus them. The wave of effects it's going to have in California on the lowest income is going to be catastrophic. As opposed to what? As opposed to what? Everything is going to be catastrophic to the lowest income. Everything is catastrophic to the middle class at this point. Everything is. So, like, I don't, I don't know what, like, this is the thing that's going to take out poor people? They're already fucked. I could argue the other side. Remember flat screens first came out? They were like fucking $13,000. Now you can get one for a couple hundred bucks. New technology is over, always way overpriced because the fucking, uh, you know, I got I to gotta have it first, guys. That's why I saw that, that fucking, what is that, that stupid fucking car? The, um, oh, what is it called? The fucking Lucid. It's a four-door sedan. They want 250 grand for it. It's fucking ridiculous. It's as ridiculous as a $13,000 flat screen TV. I, are they going to come down? Just like rollerblades did. Rollerblades were 100 something bucks and then everybody fucking had one and all of a sudden they were $30. Um, anyway, and completely tighten their ability to work and travel. Um, no considerations have or likely will be made for this. All right, so like, just out of curiosity, what do the gas companies do to fucking help these people? Oil companies have given a shit about low-income people? Um, there's, there's just going to be rich people and poor people. That's where it's going to go. And you can't just blame electric cars. I think it's going to be a whole bunch of things. And it all goes in the same fucking direction. No? Um, also, there's lots of videos of unelected officials saying private car ownership is going to be obsolete in 15 years. You can watch their videos where they brag about it. And these are the people who put money behind politicians 
so you know they can pull it off. Not saying they will, but the state clear, uh, but they state clearly that they're trying. So don't call me crazy. Happy holidays to you and your family back east. Dude, I'm not saying you're crazy. You're fucking talking about what I'm talking about. And then saying it to me like it's, it's the new info. You just started off bad, dude. You just started off bad. Like you don't watch anything and get triggered on, online. All right? Um, anyway. I had a meltdown today. It's just like, at what point are they going to feel like they're in control of us? And what are they planning? I think it all goes to the AI shit. I think all of this AI stuff, they know what they're working towards. And they know that once we realize what it is they're actually up to, they want to have our ability, you know, they're going to like, they like, I don't know what it is. They're just attacking every fucking freedom that is out there. And then you have these mouth breathing morons that are into politics and all they do is blame the other party. And, you know, and these newspapers that go after stand-up comedians and actors or whatever the latest person fucking said, and they're just completely ignoring. Like, why isn't the fact that that insider trading shit that senators and congresspeople do, why isn't that, like, something that is just talked about every day like they did with fucking COVID? Why, why aren't they doing that? How come these people are allowed to do that? And be worth $20 million just doing something that will, why they decided that what is illegal for us is not illegal for them. It's one of the most corrupt, overtly corrupt things that is just sort of known. And people are like, yeah, I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. But then, like, you know, like if, if there's some sort of celebrity scandal with like an athlete or whatever, like that's like, you know, or like, are these baseball players doing steroids? Did Lance Armstrong cheat in a bicycle race? Like the fucking government is like, we're going to get down to the fucking brass tacks on this. Um, I just, my question, I just don't understand what, why are they just so, why, why are they so upset with people being able to kind of drive around and kind of do what they want to do? Why are they like, like, these people are sick. Unless they, they, they know something that we don't. Hey, you know, speaking of Thanksgiving, I mean, maybe where the fucking turkey's about to get slaughtered. I have no fucking idea. I didn't want to end the podcast like that. But I can tell you right now, that shit is going to fucking happen if we continue to just look at each other as you're either a liberal or you're a fucking conservative. I feel like we're playing, like, right into their hands. And we're going to lose. Um, I don't know, but I don't have any solutions. How do you get fucking 6.9 billion people all on the same page? How the fuck do you do that? Who knows? I just take solace in the fact that you know those fucking AI robots eventually are going to fucking kill them. The weather outside is frightful. All right, that was a fucking dark way to end. People, listen, there's enough darkness in the world. Please don't send me shit like this because I just bummed you out and now I have to go to fucking bed with this shit on my fucking mind. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. This is like the type of thing where it's just like, oh yeah, I, I get why people buy guns. When, when, you, when you start going down that thing, it's like, I get it. I get it. I mean, you're not going to win, but at least you could take a few out with you. But who are you going to kill? 
You're not gonna. You're not gonna kill the right guys. You're just gonna kill the kill the fucking guys that are, are sent out by the guys you want to kill to come up and get you. That's what kills me. Is it's a bunch of suits. They're fucking pussies. Um. Anyway. All right. That's it. Okay. I don't. I don't know how to end this. Listen. Try to live in the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no out. This is like when I can't find a laugh to get off stage. It's just like, all right, that's my time. Good night, everybody. Um, have a great couple of days, and I'll check in on you in a couple of days. Go fuck yourself. See ya.